Y'all politicking with the homie poet, Poe Politicking. Self-help meets hip-hop. That's fucking beautiful. What up, Poe? What up, DJ Period? Just two black brothers. I see y'all out there doing what y'all do, preserving the hip-hop culture and introducing the future stars. Keep shining, kings. Real and recognize real. Love is love. Salute. Yeah. PoePolitikin.com. This is Reggie Angelou, and I'm kicking it with Poe on PoePolitikin. Allow me to reintroduce artists who speak about the truth Dropping knowledge for the youth Hello, I'm here to reclaim my juice I want it now cause it's overdue Snap on these actors who sold out the culture I need reparations from you And all you motherfuckers How much you made off our blood you been sucking If you ain't bout it then don't interrupt us We breaking the structure Your homie eating big brother Mad cause we don't away We feel some type of way Plus we got time today Black berets Feeling like fuck a community If you don't own it Challenge who really control it Landed it free but they still won't admit that it's stolen Niggas stay focused We gon' fuck shit up till it ain't no more Cause it's been too long on this status quo The revolution's televised It's televised The revolution's televised Smell like a free nigga, don't it? Ain't no head starts, we gon' start overthrowing We poppin' out with them skills we been honing My people prudent about our self-improvement All these black bodies embody the movement for the culture and we speak it fluent Black folk producing that life you consuming Give us the loot for the shit we influence So we just gon' have to take action Now we got traction We taking off on you hoes like we back then Videos tweeting and gramming and faxing No it ain't nice but you lucky we axing This ain't a drill, the world behind us While we breaking these ties that bind us I suggest that you take off them blinders And you bump this shit as a reminder We gon' fuck shit up till it ain't no more I ain't done with that yet, Challenge the system that ain't in the bet These incompetent races with mentals unchecked If you weak, of course you perceiving the threat Sorry I mean this with all due respect But get your motherfucking knee off my neck We gon' fuck shit up till it ain't no more Cause it's been too long on this status quo The revolution's televised The revolution's televised The revolution's televised The revolution's televised Now we the people energized Unity is recognized Pushing back is ill-advised Your position's compromised Frontline hold tight Shouldn't come as no surprise See it with your own eyes The revolution's televised Keep on applying the pressure We expect more than political gestures Don't push my niggas, we bringing the message Something about all this oppression Make me get aggressive and I be like Oh, that's how I move I'm from the city where niggas is mad Rude, plus you got me in a bad mood Hoarding my freedom like prize jewels This art, I ain't in the streets You should be happy, I write the heat Your favorite rapper, one Reggie on the beat Study the grace and put my shit on repeat Heavy, if this the rapture, you should get ready 
for your savior cause I flow deadly My soul is colder than a broke levy We could just leave that hatchet unburied We gon' fuck shit up till it ain't no more Cause it's been too long on this status quo The revolution's televised The revolution's televised The revolution's televised The revolution's televised. Welcome back to PolPolitikin.com, your home for self-help meets hip-hop. Make sure you go on Spotify, Apple Music, uh, YouTube, type in PolPolitik and listen to some of our interviews since 2008. One, two, one, two, place to be with Reggie Angelou. How you doing? I'm chilling. Thank you for having me. 2008, you said? Yeah, I've been in the game. You've been going hard. Trying to. Wow. Thank you for having me. Yeah, no doubt. So are you related to Mariah Angelou or is that just a nod? It's a nod. I get that question a lot and people even say that I visually I look like her. Thank you to anyone who thinks that. Um, but no, it's just a reference to her storytelling ability, to her piece, um, and to her artistry. To a black woman doing mad fly shit. She she was mad free and and I appreciated that element about her her in totality so yeah angelou after maya as a nod to her greatness okay and then where you what's your hometown where you from i'm from queens i'm from farakway queens new york um you know but i lived in san diego for a couple of years oh what year you got here i say it again what years um from 20 uh 16 to 2018. okay you just moved yeah i've only been back in new york for two years um but I was there at a, I don't know if you heard of this network called, we, we spoke earlier about me being an administrator, about me being an educator. Um, there's an amazing network out there called High Tech High. I don't mm-hmm. know if you've heard of it. Yeah, I, I was at High Tech High because um, I'm a researcher. That's, I feel like me and anything I do, I'm a student first. With my, with my artistry, with my music, I'm a student and I'm always learning things from, from people, from just anywhere that I can consume. Um, but high tech high was a place that I went to study education and they do some crazy things there. I mean, in California in general, y'all always at the, at the top of some new thoughts. And I appreciate California for that. San Diego, especially, it was a nice place to be for a couple of years. So how did you uh, get involved with music? Um, it was a choice. Like I like I said about studenthood, um, so I was, I had come to New York. I'm a, I'm a writer and I'm a grant writer. So I had written a grant to try to open this charter school. I wrote a charter school model, um, a creation of what I thought a charter school, a school for black students in New York city should look like, um, and how opportunities can be created for them. And in order to, thank you. <laughs> and in order to, get that off the ground for me to finance um getting a team together for me to finance people lawyers for people to look over documents i wrote grants in order to make that happen um and those grants funded my full-time work for um a year or so the amount of time that it took 
So we got to this point where we knew that the charter school was not going to get open, where there was no more uh, applications open, where the application period was closed, and we were not going get to get the charter school open. So here I am with all this time. Um, I had been working so hard full time on opening the charter school and it wasn't going to happen. And I have about six months remaining of funding for me to get my head together because I was, it was a really hard process. I was like so scattered um, for me to figure out what I want to do with my time. It was kind of like my summer break. And what I wanted to do with my summer break was read, write. I started doing some poetry, um, taking some dance classes. And the thing that I, I appreciated the most was performance. And it started as performance with poetry. Um, I did some poetry slams. I really enjoyed that. I like the energy that I get. Poetry is different from rapping though, but I, I did poetry slams and I really liked the energy that I got from the crowd. I liked the process of writing and expressing what I was writing. Um, so that evolved into rapping and rapping stuck. It stuck with me and it stuck with my audience. So rapping it is. <laughs> how, long that, how long is that, man? Like a year. Hey, a little so over a year. Yep. I'm new to it. Yeah, you don't, you sound seasoned. <laughs> I didn't think you sound seasoned. Yeah, you don't sound new. That's tight. Thank you. I appreciate it. Um, I mean, I guess I'm, I'm not new to writing and I'm not new to being on stage uh, in some way, but rapping is definitely new for me. So what you mean, I'm on your Instagram right now. What you mean when you say like Lauren, Latifah, and Maya? Feelings that are evoked. Mm -hmm. I want to make you feel like Lauren made you feel. I want to make you feel like Latifah made you feel, like Maya made you feel. Um, they're, they're just powerful women that are, I mean, I keep coming back to this word, but free. free is Freedom is so important to not be moved by um, expectations of you, to not be moved by false requirements or, you know, something like that. So they're free. They make me feel free when I when I engage with their with their art. And that's how I want to feel. And that's how I want others to feel. So what do you love about music? Hmm. It's dynamism. I love music's reflection of <laughs> it's what? You got uh, you got educate me. I what is what? I never heard that word before dynamism meaning when something is dynamic it has so many sides it can go in so many directions um yeah, so, <laughs> so I, what i appreciate about music is its dynamism its ability to be so different um write that down say <laughs> no say the quote your source <laughs> now let them know where you got it uh, <laughs> with this dynamism <laughs> I got it now. Yeah. Funny. <laughs> um, yeah, but it's. I I think music is so dynamic. Like you can you go all around the world and and music is different. I, and I've traveled in a lot of places and music was so different in so many places. And it, it's just interesting to think of what, um, people appreciate in different places. Like in the Netherlands, they love New Jack Swing. Mm. It's amazing. It's amazing to me. So. I appreciate how um, different messages, any different message can come across in music. And that's, I, I think that's pretty much where I am. However, however I'm feeling, that's what comes out in my music. I'm not really, um, I don't really 
know, like I said, I'm an educator. It's not, I'm not really in music to do what's cool. I'm just doing what I feel, you know? And I appreciate that I can do that. So you've been to, what other countries you've been to? Ghana, Togo, Benin, um, France, the UAE, um, England. That's what, you know, as an educator, I was a teacher for most of my career. We got the summer off and we still got paychecks with the summer off. So that was my, I, I hop a flight by myself all the time. Um, Hawaii. <laughs> I know that that's in the U.S., but it's, it was an amazing place, a beautiful place to see. Um, yeah, Iceland. What do you like the most? So, so places that I could see myself being, like living long term, it's mad vanilla and it's so basic, but London. I could see wow. myself living in London. Um, like they ball in London though, cause they don't even shoot out there. They stab. They stab you, yeah. Shit, they doing duels out there and shit. I had a conversation <laughs> with somebody. Yeah, yeah. They were like, "You have to be especially about it to stab somebody." Like to no. feel. <laughs> very different than shooting somebody. You got to be about it to feel what it's like for a, a sharp object to enter a muscle. That's that's different. Um, and I agree with them. I was like, yes, yes, you niggas is about it out here in London. <laughs> I would say too, I guess, uh, I don't know, it's kind of a myth going on. I want you to talk about it because it's kind of like, I know a lot of black people, they don't like going places by themselves because they feel like it's not safe. But you said you Maybe. take flight by yourself. I could have been kidnapped many times. Um, God, she was just watching over me because there, there, I've done a lot of risky. I've been to Spain. I went to Ibiza, and Ibiza is a, a mad town. Um, <laughs> they there's a lot of um, there's a lot of drugs. There's a lot of there's probably a lot of human trafficking there. Also, that's the scary part. When I was like, I could have been kidnapped because I didn't have. I got an Airbnb. I travel cheap. I got an Airbnb. And in my Airbnb, I couldn't check in until like 11 or something, but my flight got in like three o'clock in the morning. So at three o'clock in the morning, here I am in Ibiza. And I was like, well, I mean, I'm in Ibiza. I might as well party. And I went to this hookah lounge and the hookah lounge closed at like 5 a.m. And I was like, wow, I didn't think that it was going to close. I thought everything was all night here. Um, I'm waiting until I can get into my, my Airbnb in the morning. And the owner was like, oh yeah, well we closed, but you could just kick it here. We, I mean, we, we, we chilling. So you could just kick it. We, we're going to be here for a while. And I was like, oh, I, right, I just kick it with y'all then. So here I am in this, um, hookah lounge that closed. The doors is locked now. It's a bunch of, uh, various people that speak in languages I don't understand. They wasn't even speaking Spanish. I could have like, you know, air hustled a little bit and, and figured some things out. They were speaking Arabic and I was like, I could very well get kidnapped in this moment. But they was cool. I smoked with them, chilled with them, like peaced out when I was like, all right, thanks guys. And like, I did not get kidnapped. So, hallelujah. <laughs> hallelujah. No, so no tips really, just, you just gotta risk it and go? Ain't that life? <laughs> no, I'll be like, I don't know about that. I don't know. I had to know somebody out there. Some had one little connect out there. 
I would I would be limited if I did that. I I mean I'm from I, I'm the only person that I know that has gone places. Like I, my family hasn't had much access and resources. I got to be a pioneer of this. <laughs> I got to take risks. I got to do it so that my niece one day can say, "Oh, I got an aunt that knows somebody out here." You know, uh, otherwise those opportunities won't exist. Somebody got to start. All right. So describe your creative process when you're making music. Oh, it takes me forever. It takes me forever to write, honestly. Um, it's like writing a song is like writing an essay for me. And I'm not, I'm not a person that just like bullshits an essay and just turns something in. It's like, I have to check my references. I'm looking, I'm using a thesaurus. I'm reading articles that other people have written about a topic. I'm reading comments. I want to know what the culture thinks about this. Like it's a, it's a research process for me. Um, I would say, um, I'm starting with research and then I am putting together a skeleton, an outline of my ideas, and I'm coming back to it every couple of days and seeing how I feel about it, adding in a line here, taking a line from something that I got in my voice notes um, from a couple months ago and piecing things together and then finally coming, coming back and smoothing it all out in, in a process that's a little bit more academic and streamlined. Um, but it's it's messy. My my mind is a little messy when I'm when I'm creating. So it's not the easiest thing for me to do. Mm. So what are you working on right now? I'm working on drill music right now. Drill music. Yeah, I'm working on drill music. <laughs> drill music. Like, <laughs> right. I'm working on drill music. Right drill now. music like Chicago, little dirt. Yeah, you know, like right Chicago, UK. Um, that the drill sound. Yeah. Um, cause I'm not, I'm not really married to a style. It's not, like I said, I didn't come into, to, to hip hop and I didn't come into rap with an idea that it had to be like this certain way of this certain thing that I know. And this is what I'm, you know, this is, is from here. It's more like, um, I'm just flexing my muscles, like seeing what I can do. Like I can, I can be a rapper if I want to. So let me see all I can do. Yeah, I'm gonna do boom bap. Okay, I'm gonna see. Let me let me see how I feel about trap. Let me study some trap. Let me study some drill and see how I feel about it. Let me try that. Let me have fun with it. I'm not married to a style. Um, I'm just you know flexing my abilities, seeing how much I can do. So what is hip hop to you? The culture, a reflection of the culture. Um, is storytelling. And it'll always be my story that I'm telling. Like with my drill music, I'm still telling my story. I don't think I could ever like talk about hustling niggas and being in the strip club because I don't do that. Like I'll be lying. I'm gonna turn up to that music because I love it. I love City Girls. <laughs> I love Meg. Like I, I really do. But I just don't have the same content. Um, so it's storytelling for me. Saying what I gotta say. Well, what's your story? Mm. Mm. My story is um, hood feminism. <laughs> hood feminism? What is it? Hood feminism. I mean, it's it's feminism for the hood. Actually, <laughs> it's, feminism <laughs> for the hood. it's feminism for the hood. Yeah, you're right. Um, it's it's stories that are 
that are untold because the story about bad bitches is told often. You know, that's that's a story that's very common. The hood has a lot of untold stories from from black women, from um, just how we navigate the world, experiencing the trends that are sold to us, um, navigating relationships with adults when you're growing up, um, understanding the necessity of your femininity, the power of your femininity and and how you use it and being having ownership over your thoughts and ownership over your body and ownership over um over your culture recognizing that we we are influencers just because we exist and we can do what we want and the world will follow that's my story generally okay now who are some of your favorite mcs hmm i was prepared for my favorite entertainers but my favorite MCs, that's a little different. Buster, I, Buster will fit both categories, entertainer and MC. Um, I really like the Lost Boys. I like how they sound. Like, uh, Freaky tie, his sound. Um, I really like. I really like Lauren Hill. I really like Missy Elliott as an entertainer and an MC. Um, I think. If I, would, if I was talking about people who um, influenced by and people like legends that I would wanna work with, it would definitely be Pharrell. It would be Ye, it would be Kanye. I don't know how you feel about him. I love Kanye. I think he's a genius. <laughs> Y'all here pushing on Grammys right now. Right, yeah, I was looking <laughs> at his sort of like, all right, Kanye. <laughs> but I was looking at the, the comments. Somebody said, you know, he still gotta get that out the toilet, right? So he got he pissed on it. You got to right. get it out, wash it off, <laughs> and put it back up. <laughs> you know you ain't throwing it away. You know it's going to keep it. Right. I would have made it like an ashtray. That's what I would have did. You be thinking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you be thinking. Because he, I mean, if you really didn't care, you know, just put your ashes in it. But yeah, I mean, I think that Kanye is, is um, unique. And we got to appreciate him for what he is. Love him how he is. All right. Man, um, so what else we want to talk about? You got a lot of stuff we can talk about. I wanna um so far as the education, yeah. um far as like teaching where you work with small what age group you you teach or you work with? I only ever worked in high school. Um the I mean this right now, this uh turning point in my life, I I think at the at the end of this round of coronavirus, <laughs> just just talking about this round, um, um, it's kind of a catalyst for me. I'm working on a lot more things music. I knew that I wasn't going to be able to put the kind of energy I want to in the music and into being a director of alternative education in high school. So I'm currently a teacher now at a different school that's closer to where I live. I was traveling to Brooklyn every day before, but I live in the Bronx. That's a long tra travel if you don't know. Um, so I'm, I'm teaching in a high school and, um, 12th grade, and I've pretty much always taught 12th grade. I think that it's a really good place for me to marry the worlds, for me to marry the two worlds, because I, I really haven't previously. It's been, or at least in this last year, me being an administrator, like director of alternative education, I've kind of kept my art separate. So yeah. Um, I worked in high school and that's kind of the place I am right now. 
marrying my art and education. So y'all are y'all doing the virtual learning too, or? Mm -hmm. I think everybody is. I don't. I don't know. I don't know any schools in New York that have a thousand kids. Schools in New York are big. I don't know nowhere that has a thousand kids coming back into the building with masks, thinking that everything's going to be all right. Like the coronavirus was very real out here. It was very real. So we we pretty much online. That's that's the way the culture is going. All right. And then what you think about the uh, like you was talking about the female rappers? Like I actually had a lot of. I'll tell you some of the past guests, like female guests I had on the show. I had uh, MC Light. I had Meg The Stallion. I don't know if you know the chat. We had Sugar T just on the show. Sugar T, the 40s uh, sister. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I got to tell you, only, I, I, I don't know that artist, the last one that you spoke about. Sugar the T? Only, yeah, I don't know Sugar T. I got to look Sugar T up. Yeah, you from? she from the West Coast. That's, you know, E40, right? Nah, you're giving me homework right now. Uh, you from the you from the East Coast. E40, like, he's a West Coast legend. He kind of like Too Short. Okay. You know Too Short, right? I know Too Short. Oh, <laughs> yeah, E40. E40, you know E40. You probably don't know. Oh, E40. About. Of course yeah. I know. <laughs> I was like, no, you know E40, but yeah. I was, I was hearing Euphoria. That's what I was hearing. Oh, no, I'm just, I just country, you know, I don't pronounce all the way. Are you E40, uh, um, Mississippi. <laughs> oh, okay, Mississippi. Yeah, but I was saying, how do you see how I was like, like I said, I went from MC, MC Light to Meg The Stallion, but you still, even nowadays, like you can say, okay, you got City Girls and all that, but then you got Rhapsody. I just feel like the the labels and the media and TV, they promote that sex. So that's always going to sell over a girl just rapping with her clothes on. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I agree. I mean, what can be done? Independence? <laughs> Did you like that song with Cardi B and Meg Thee Stallion? I did. I thought it was um like uh, uh, the writing. I thought the writing was great. Um, I think that it was a good juxtaposition between Cardi B sound and Meg Thee Stallion sound. Like if you listen to it, I had to I had to not watch the video. The first time I heard the song was when I saw the video. Mm. To appreciate the song, I had to not watch the video, um, and. Cause Cardi has a voice like, if he ain't a one, that's where he's headed. Da -da -da -da. <laughs> and then here come Meg, follow me, follow me. Like it's it's just a it's a crazy dynamic when you hear the song. It's like oh, like she Cardi is kind of like bringing you in, like you listen to what she say, and then here come Meg, and you like yeah. So it's I think that I, I really like the song for its artistry. Um. I think that it's it's a good example of how the industry wants um, uh, a fast product that they know will sell to a lot of people. Um, but that's the truth; it does sell, and and if people are enjoying it, then then I appreciate them having access to things that they enjoy. I think that where we kind of messed up is the range of it, because things are pushed to us; they're sold to us, and if you don't have a range of things being pushed to you and you don't have the, a range of options presented to you, then we get um, very polarized and, and people can only accept one or the other. And, and I, I would hate for people to think that black women in entertainment only have sex to offer. Um, Cause we, we sexy as fuck. Like we have a lot of sex to offer cause that's what we master. I think beyond anyone, we, we have it innately. Um, 
but don't think that I don't experience a full range of skills and emotions and qualities and that Meg doesn't experience a full range of skills, emotions, and qualities, and that Cardi doesn't either, um, because they do. So yeah, I, I think it's it's hard to kind of um, break away from what the industry wants when you're dealing with the industry. Mm-hmm. You know, we gotta get in charge of um, get in charge of our audiences, take hold of our audiences, because if we leave it to the industry, then I mean things will never change. You been watching any of the verses? Yeah, I have watched some of the verses. I honestly think since it went into the studio, it's yeah, gentrified now. Went away. <laughs> yeah, it's it's gentrified. I don't know who's watching, but I feel like the original audience is kind of like pushed to the to the corners now because it was. I really liked it on live. I I didn't mind the glitches. I didn't mind the technical difficulties. It was so much more raw. Um, I liked it. <laughs> somebody, somebody mentioned that too, and I didn't notice that, but somebody said like, if you notice they're only playing 90 seconds of the song now, and I didn't even notice that, but they said they're doing that because of like, some with, you know, how you can't really play the song online like that before yeah. they take it up. Yeah. But I was like, yeah, I think it was kind of, it was better to me too. I didn't like it when they switched it over. Yeah. Then I'm noticing, I was trying to figure something out because, you know, I'm watching the pay the bill and, um, Patty LaBelle and Gladys Knight one. Mm-hmm. I comment like, I, I left at least like a hundred comments. I didn't see none of my damn comments showing up. So I think they got some stuff where it's only the celebrities showing up in the comments. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that's bogus right there. Like y'all doing that shit, that's bogus. Cause it should be whoever's watching it, whoever's commenting, everybody comments should be showing up. But they got it somewhere where it's only like, I was seeing like, it's only the same people. It was like Oprah, uh, Michelle posted. Yeah. yeah, it's only celebrities. So I was like, how that happened? It wasn't like that before. That's the that's the the issue of algorithms. That a, a reality is created for each individual person. We no two people online can agree on one reality. So it's what you saw. That's what the the artificial intelligence thought would be the best thing to keep you hooked. What you would be entertained by because you ain't seen none of your friends that you. Right. <laughs> You know, follow. You didn't see them posting either. They didn't think that that was important. So it's kind of scary how everybody's reality is is different because we spend so much time online. Um, it's it's hard to combat. I think the only way to combat it is is in the real world, and that is doing the way too. Yeah, I'm still I'm I'm still trying to figure out how sometimes I'll be talking about something, and then all of a sudden it shows up on my social media. So I'm like, do they got the voice? Hey, like, they gotta have the voice connected to your phone so they hear stuff. So I need right. a billion dollars right now. So send me that billion in the mail. I need a billion dollars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, listen up. All right. So uh, wh- where you see your? Uh, I don't know. It's gonna be kind of different from you because you say you kind of just still exploring. But where do you see your career a few years from now? Say five years from now. Um with all the different directions that I feel I could fuck up, like I, when I say fuck up, I mean that in a great way. Like I have uh, a lot of confidence in my, my skills and my um, ability to learn and to, and to be great at anything that I do. Um, so I think there's a lot of different directions that I can go. I see a career kind of like Donald Glover, like Childish Gambino. I see his career. And I like I like his um, 
approach to entertainment that he has, that he's an actor, that he's a writer, that he's a director, that he's a rapper, that he's a singer, that he dances. I'm like, oh, I do all those things too. All I need is a class. <laughs> Give me a class on how to how to create this business or how to do this specific thing. Um, I, I see that and I like that. I mean, I have a lot of um, prospects for uh, music coming up. Um, and, and I definitely think that music is going to be first, but moving beyond music, I see a career in entertainment in general. Um, and, and I like that path. I like the freedom that that path offers that I can just access all the possibilities as they come. I'm with that. All right. What would you like to say to your fans and supporters? Hmm. Follow me, follow me as I grow, follow the journey. Um, I have a music video for the song We The People coming out. And I think the video I've, I've had, I've done a, a few videos that I've, I've directed and created and I styled and I've been everything for myself all at once. So the idea of it is kind of linear. Um, but I collaborated with a lot of people on this upcoming video, We The People. And it's, it's a it's great the project is great and that's going to be dropping just in uh a week and a half or two weeks um so follow me and and follow the journey follow the movement and watch it happen why should they follow you because i'm us like I'm, I'm 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 one of us i think we follow each other um i just think that i'm, I'm part of the culture and um I, I do a lot to make sure that who I am is authentic, that I'm not being, um, that I'm not doing what was been sold to me to do. And that's, it's, it's hard to find that. It's hard to get access to that, to something that, to something and someone that is genuinely part of the culture and not, not bought and sold. Um, so yeah. What do you That's mean by part of the culture? Um, Some people, I don't know, I guess if you could be like, oh, I'm black, I'm part of the culture, but sometimes just because you're black don't mean you're part of the culture. <laughs> you but know. you are, though. Like you, people don't know that, though. They they are, but then they, they don't know. You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of <laughs> like, are they really then? Well, well, I'm, I'm not, I'm, I'll, let's talk about how, how I interpreted that. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that there are a lot of different black experiences and they're all equally valuable and equally black. Mm. Um, if you grew up around all white people in Spokane, that was your black experience and that, that was valuable. And there's somebody that, that um, identifies with that. And there's definitely a part of the culture that is isolated and only has white people to deal with and is stressed and, um, doesn't have access to the things that a lot of other black people have access to. That's a black story. So I, I think that there's a lot of black stories and they're all valuable. What I don't think is part of the culture is someone who presents an image that is like, you know, this, um, a, a well-known image, someone who's famous, but that image has been created by a team of marketers. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. So when I say I'm part of the culture, I mean that as, as big as my platform goes, I have 
faith in myself to continue to be grounded. Yeah, I actually had the author of Culture Vultures on the show. What do you think about Culture Vultures? Do they exist? Is that a real thing? Yeah, of course they do. Um, what do I think about them? <laughs> it's it's a hustle, I guess. Like it's and I'm you know I'm from from New York. I never knock anybody's hustle, um, but it's definitely a hustle. Just don't get hustled because people gonna do what they do. So we got to make sure that we're doing what we do and, and not getting consumed by the culture vultures because they want our attention. Man, what's a good way to, I always, I ask a lot of the guests this, what's a good way to like, uh, say you had a thousand dollars, what's a good way to invest it or flip it right now? Flip it? Yeah. That's not how I think about money. <laughs> how you think about money? <laughs> <laughs> I, I think, I think, um, I mean, so it might, and it might be my mindset. I come from the hood. I come from like hard times, but I think it's a poor mindset to think, oh, and I'm, I got this money. Now I can buy, now I can spend. Um, so how I think about it, it's like, I got this money. How can I keep it? Let me just keep it. Cause I'm going to continue making more money. Say, I said invest first. I said invest. Then I said flip. So I said the, the professional way. Then I right, said, the right. <laughs> so invest thousand yeah. dollars. How about that? <laughs> I, I think the best way is to in, invest in yourself, like bet on yourself. If you're doing something, if you're working, if you got a business invest, make sure that business grows. Um, that's pretty much the only place I spend money right now is, is music. I have confidence in my music and I don't really think of, of it as flipping the money. But when the money comes in, I'm just, oh yeah, my, me investing in my, in my uh, artistic career definitely flipped that money. I came up, but um, I just feel like I'm funding my future. So if it's not funding something that you feel um, you're great at, that you can grow, then keep it. Keep your money. Have it. <laughs> That's how I feel about money. Right. I want to say thanks for coming through Power Ticket with me. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. And no doubt. You got anything else you want to leave the listeners with? Yeah. Um, well, I said I said follow me on my journey. Reggie Angelou is R-E-G-I-A-N-G-E-L-O-U on anywhere that you find people that you're interested in. That's how you can find me. So, yeah, join the journey. What's up, everybody? This is Poe from PoePolitikin.com. I'm, I'm into wholesale real estate. I did an online course, and I thought it was pretty cool, so I want to share it with y'all. The name of the course is called The Varsity Class, and it's an online course that will teach you the tools to become a real estate investor. This course will show you everything you need to know about wholesaling properties and real estate that can potentially earn you $5,000, $10,000, $20,000 or more. So you can make a lot of money in this wholesale real estate. This is a good course to get you... Uh, Get your foot in the door so you can change your life today. And the link is bit.ly backslash pole homes. So bit.ly backslash pole homes with an S. So thank you. Check it out. I'll holla.